You're listening to Fireside Chats Without the Fires podcast, where customer experience enthusiasts are inspired by our weekly CX practitioners and thought leaders who share their insights and knowledge. And now, here are your hosts, Neil Toff and Paul Catherall. Fireside Chats Without the Fires, your CX podcast, my CX podcast, Paul's CX podcast, our guest's CX podcast. Today is a very special uh, uh, session. We have a wonderful guest we're going to introduce in just a second. Um, Paul is in the background lurking. I'm going to ask him. You may hear him. There he is. Um, <laughs> it is Wednesday, June 23rd. It's not a Friday, but just because it's not Friday doesn't mean he can't do what he normally does when we hit the record button. Paul, how are you feeling today? I'm buzzing, Neil. Why wouldn't I be buzzing, right? I'm buzzing. It's a great, great day. What a day. It is. Uh, translation for those of us in the U.S. that don't necessarily know that term, he's buzzing. It means he's feeling good. Uh, he, he, uh, he gets excited when we, when we hit the record button. Um, I'm especially uh, excited about our guest today. We have, if you're seeing him and you're watching this on video, uh, many of you probably recognize that face. What a face. There it is. Steve Sedlak is joining us. Uh, we're going to have a special discussion with Steve. Um, Steve, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us on Fireside Chats Without the Fires. Neil, thanks for having me. This is a really cool experience, and I'm thrilled to join you and Paul today. Uh, really happy. You know, uh, today and in, in these days here, we're on the last, um, last week or so of June, uh, we got something important and special coming up, and I'd like you to share with the community that's listening that includes uh, uh, customer experience people, customer care people, uh, consumer affairs people, and hopefully and certainly people from our SOCAP community. What is it that you'd like to share with the group um, that haven't already spoken with you directly one-on-one? -on -one? Well, thanks for uh, the opportunity, Neil. Yeah, I've decided that uh, I'm going to pull the plug. I'm going to retire uh, coming up next week. Actually, July 2 is the last day. And uh, it's just been a really great opportunity and a really cool career to, to go through. And I, I'm not sure yet what's on the other side, other than I will be doing something. And I'm sure that it'll be involved with face-to-face -face contact with consumers and customers in, in some fashion. Good. Well, well, we'll definitely get into some thoughts and plans about the future a little bit further into the, the, the session today. Um, for those that don't know you or don't know you as well, um, share with us a little bit about who is Steve Sedlak, just a little bit about your background, what you've done in the CX community, um, so that everyone kind of gets level set and we understand who this great person is that we have on on the podcast today. Well, uh, you know, the, the, I've had a really varied career, really, really lucky, very fortunate. Um, some of the highlights are uh, I got, uh, start. I went through a, a couple of companies and, and started with American Airlines and their reservations, what we would think of as call centers today. Uh, and I had some great training. Uh, instructor uh, instructors uh, there had a great format for <clears throat> teaching us how to how to use uh, the reference material, how to speak to consumers, to customers. And uh, from there, went uh, was a great learning experience. Went on to be in uh, a planning department. Uh, ultimately, was one of the uh, the guys that started the American Eagle program back in the mid '80s. So, uh, 
that was that was a real entrepreneurial experience taking regional carriers and trying to have them operate as the mainline airline and then ended up with the Chicago ramp services including the uh, fueling and de-icing operation at O'Hare so this was uh, an interesting perspective only that we still were try to convey the idea that we were working for the consumer to operate the airline safely and efficiently. Uh, from there, went on to uh, Orbits.com, uh, started the customer, one of the, again, part of a team that started the uh, customer experience uh, department and ended up managing a customer relations team that was responsible for all the escalated complaints. So very fascinating as to why people needed to make uh, changes uh, to reservations and couldn't get what they wanted uh, from the contact center. Uh, we started a post-contact survey. We launched the conversation or the whole discussion around handling social media complaints. Uh, that was this, again, this goes back, shoot, now it's, uh, in the neighborhood of 2005. So it's, you know, 15 years old, uh, handling social media. And uh, in uh, 2016, I joined uh, SBM Life Science, uh, managing the consumer affairs team, and uh, became the voice of the customer back to the business, as well as managing the small customer experience team. So highly varied career. Uh, the interesting th thing to me is it's, um, a lot of entrepreneur, entrepreneurial uh, activity, uh, startup companies and starting the airline within the airline and, and SBM really a small competitor in a, in a tough industry and acting in an entrepreneurial way to use resources to the best of our abilities. This is great. You know, I, I've had a chance to get to know you from orbits forward. Um, but there's things about your career that I didn't really necessarily know. I knew you were kind of you were always connected to the contact center. I didn't know you were as connected to general voice of customer and the um, reporting of such back to the business, back to corporate. Um, I, I think I had known that you were involved in the airline industry, but I didn't know all the details about being involved in America and later the entrepreneurial uh, American Eagle, which is a much smaller regional airline as part of a, a larger conglomerate. Um, and of course, Orbitz. Orbitz became a massive, started out, you know, kind of very nimble and e-commerce-y and, e and, and, and new economy and just, you know, gave way to a, a behemoth and eventually I think was, was acquired or merged. Uh, it's a great set of stories and tales. You've seen and done a lot. By the way, not just the call center. You've, you've been involved in this kind of evolution of our whole field from uh, customer-facing stuff, now we call them consumers, higher touch points, making sure they understand that uh, behind the scenes, the de-icing operation actually benefits consumers and all the way forward to social media, which when it started was really new. And now voice of customer, you've been there, done that. You've seen a heck of a lot of evolution, haven't you? Yeah, I have it. And and I think the interesting thing is we, we've seen this evolution, Neil, of uh, rising customer expectations that seem to be almost unlimited. Uh, and I think it coincides with the development of the technology where, where people expect, uh, consumers expect a uh, 
a very high level of service. They really expect the perfect experience. They envision it. They, they want it to go well. They're tightly scheduled. They don't have a lot of flexibility in their schedule and they don't have time for a defective product, a poor service, a long wait on hold. And all of these things just contribute to this uh, ongoing uh, need to be uh, really present with the customer and understand what the customer wants for any business going forward. Uh, you know, I think, and one, I think one of the interesting things also is that some there's this what I call this bifurcation of consumer desire where some consumers want a very high level of service and there are some consumers who really want to interact anonymously and they don't want you to know anything about them now they in in those cases I think they're purchasing a product that maybe is uh doesn't demand that kind of personal attention. But I know companies would like to know their consumers more as more cons uh, companies go direct to consumer simply because they want to make offerings to those consumers that might benefit them in the long run. Uh, you know, maybe it's a, a, sub a subscription service, uh, something like that that would benefit. Obviously, it benefits the company and we think benefits the consumer over over the long haul sure um so i think that i think we're seeing that though those are some things that i you know the this divide if you will between what what the consumer some consumers want to be unknown and, and anonymous and others want a high touch high personalization what do you think about the current state of the customer care or customer experience industry are we in a good place? Not so good. We should, as practitioners and thought leaders, some reason to be optimistic or reason to be kind of worried about what's going on. What, what's your thought of where we're at? You know, here we are at the end of June. You know, pandemic is sort of ending or, or close to ending. We hope. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. If you can see, I'm knocking on the wood. Um, it's a good moment to be in customer care. What are your thoughts? Well, I think it's a great moment to be in customer care. I think. The challenge is going to be as as companies come out of as, as companies come out of the pandemic era, if you will. Um, what do they really think about the customer and the customer's needs, the customer's wants, and whether they're ready? Really, uh, have they figured out how to engage with that customer as um, in, in as strong a way as possible. I think that, you know, so, some businesses like ours um, in the lawn and garden business, we have, we saw a huge rise in consumer demand last year as people stayed home and looked outside their window and said, wow, my lawn really needs some help or my garden needs some sprucing up. Now, now those people are starting to return to work and, and the levels of activity and uh, business are changing a little bit. Um, and I, but I think customers want 
customers will always want what they want when they want it in the way that they want it. So I think that you've got to be in for, for companies to be successful, you've got to be in all the channels where customer, you think your customers are, even if it's a relatively low contact volume, it will evolve. Uh, I think that, as, as I said, I think you've got to understand which customers you've got. Do you have those customers who want to be anonymous or do you have customers who want a high touch, you know, high level of personalized service? Uh, I think the, the co companies will have to focus on creating uh, in their product line, creating their products that have few defects and few complaints about the operation or the use of the product. Uh, I think that, um, and I think we're going to have to use automation to make the customer experience easy and frictionless. I think that uh, at the same time, you've got to use that automation to make the agent's job easier so that they can they can assist the customer in a, in a, uh, a more flexible way. Sure, 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 sure. Let me go back to one thing that I mentioned that is so prominent, I think, in your career and how I've known you, which is through SOCAP. Uh, which is the Society of Consumer Affairs Professionals. Uh, you've played a role in your local chapter when you were living uh, in Chicago, in the Chicago area, in the Midwest chapter. You've been on the national board. Uh, I've shared time uh, on the national board serving together with you, and I've enjoyed that, and I've admired your uh, business sense, your acumen. Um, you're just you're a sharp guy. Um, we've all certainly benefited from SOCAP over these years and the relationships we've made and the opportunity to serve a community. I'm curious, what's your take on SOCAP? How has it helped your career? How much time you got, Neil? <laughs> uh, SOCAP's been, SOCAP has been um, uh, an immense con contributor to my, my uh, success as it is. I think that uh, it's provided and I, when I was relatively new to the customer experience world, it was a great place to go and learn about how companies do business, you know, interact with consumers. What are the coming trends? Um, I learned a lot from people uh, who have been on the customer experience side of the business for a long time, and they were able to share their their knowledge and their experiences so it was a great place to learn um, equally important if not more important uh, i was able to develop relationships with these folks um, from around the the country that i knew who i learned who i could trust for advice and people that i could call and say hey i'm experiencing this issue how do you handle it? What do you do? What are the next steps to uh, to be more successful? How do you um, how do you persuade your your leadership team that they need to invest in this uh, part of the business? So I think that um, you know developing those relationships and and who you trust is is a huge part of it, and then. Uh, 
now with with my experience and you know now I've got an opportunity to contribute back to the community and knowledge to those people who have helped me and and, and the next generation of of uh, consumer affairs uh, folks coming up through you know through the ranks and and into the this part of the business we'd like to ask our guests who their CX heroes are and they can be individuals they could be a company if you had a company or two in mind are there any individuals or companies that for you really stand out of just doing some amazing things in the CX field? Uh, yeah, I think there's a couple. Um, I would say from a company standpoint and having spent most of my career in the, in the uh, travel business, I would say that Southwest Airlines jumps out. Uh, they just seem to have and, and I've never worked for Southwest. Uh, I've only been an observer for, for a long time as a, and, a, and a long time as a competitor. But I admired their, um, their approach to the business. Uh, much more customer-friendly policies than some of the, uh, well, at least what I would call the, uh, the you know, and then the major carriers. Southwest is clearly a major carrier now. But their, their whole approach to the business is just different. And uh, they, they do a great job. A uh, couple of people that uh, I've had the opportunity to interact with and I really enjoy as customer experience professionals are uh, Shep Hyken. Uh, he's, he's the chief amazement officer. And uh, he, he's, uh, you know, I know he interacts with hundreds, thousands of people a year, but I he had done a, a broadcast on something with, uh, I forget, on United Airlines. And and so I emailed him my perspective from just the airline business. And within, I don't know, 30 minutes or 60 minutes, I got a response back from Chef personally. Just uh, really special. Uh, Micah Solomon's another one. I really like Micah. We, we've interacted on a couple of occasions. Um, and then, you know, to be honest with you, there are hundreds of SOCAP professionals that deal in the consumer affairs space, uh, trying to elevate the customer experience profession within their company. And those, those are my heroes. Those are people I really look up to and, and really try to uh, mimic and uh, follow on a day-to-day -day basis. Super. It's a great list. Um, Southwest certainly comes up as a company to model uh, one's operations after on customer-centric focus. And certainly we hear Shep Hyken's name as well as Micah Solomon. We've had Micah Solomon on the podcast before. He's been a guest. Uh, we've in fact, uh, given his book to some of our participants, and uh, he's a, definitely a friend of ours. We're, we're, we're big fans of both Shep and, and Micah. Thank you for those. A question for you, changing gears just a little bit. For those... Uh, that are just coming into the customer experience space for the first time, uh, whether it be in the contact center or non-contact center roles. Any recommendations for them? Uh, yeah, I, I think that you need to understand how how does how does the voice of the customer fit within your company. Um, every company's got a different culture. Um, for some of us, 
Well, if you take the airline business, for example, customer contact is everything. Uh, for other businesses, the customer contact is all through retailers and, and the company has very few direct contacts with their end user consumers. So you got got to understand that. You have to understand the fundamentals of the business. How does the business work that you're in? Uh, but once you, you know, put in the, so you got to put in the time to learn the business. Um, once you're there, just be creative. Don't, don't be afraid to ask the tough questions. Uh, the only, you know, we all, those of us who have been around anyway say, hey, the only stupid question is the one that is, is that you don't ask. You know, so be willing to ask those tough questions, even if it doesn't sound like it's very educated. Learn those basics, understand the business, ask the good questions. Uh, the other thing is expect to fail. Uh, you're going to fail someplace along the way. We're all human. That's that that's the way we learn. And if we didn't fail, we wouldn't learn. We wouldn't try harder. Persistence wins in the end. Uh, so I, I would say expect to fail. Don't be afraid to fail and learn from those mistakes and go keep, keep pushing forward one foot in front of the other. Don't give up. These are great lessons. Thank you for sharing those. Learn the business. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Be creative. Learn from others. Pay attention to the importance of voice of customer. And certainly don't be afraid to fail. These are, these are great lessons. Thank you for that. Let me ask you kind of a final question as we start to wrap up here. To the extent that you want to share. So uh, July 2nd is the, uh, uh, the retirement date. What do you do July 3rd moving on? Where do people find you? Do you want people to find you? <laughs> what do we, we hope to hopefully expect from Steve Sedlak June, July 3rd moving forward? Well, at least for the interim, I'm going to stay involved in SOCAP. So my my SOCAP friends can find me, you know, and at, at some SOCAP event around the uh, around the country. You know, we're, we're having the national event in October, and Lisa has announced that. Lisa Deal, our, our chair chairwoman has, has announced that. So, you know, we're excited about that. I'll be there. Uh, beyond that, uh, you know, golf, travel, a little volunteer work. Uh, used to play in a community concert band in, uh, in Chicago. I had to give that up on the move. So, you know, try to find a, a band in, uh, in North Carolina to play in. And I think that'll keep the calendar full for a while. Not, not, definitely not stopping. Good, good. We want to see you. We want to hear from you. Don't disappear on LinkedIn. Don't disappear from social media. We want to know that uh, you're out there. I, I'm gonna, if I could take a minute just to kind of summarize uh, one or two things about Steve. So the reason I wanted to have Steve on our podcast today, because by the way, I've been thinking about this for you know many months. It's just appropriate to have you on here and ask you about your experience and the things you've been working on. But as we got closer to uh, to July 2nd, I thought it important to just offer a little reflection. Uh, we make a lot now coming out of this pandemic about the importance of being kind, about the importance of being a good colleague, about the importance of employee experience, 
I would uh, lend it to colleague experience. As I was a uh, new participant in SOCAP probably eight, nine, ten years ago, I don't even remember anymore. Somehow uh, I met you. I'm not sure how or what setting it was in. It was at a cocktail party. It was at a session. It was networking. Who knows what it was? But I remember meeting you, and you took the time to talk to me. And you had no reason to talk to me. You, I, I was just another person in that crowd that uh, you know you didn't have any connection to. But what I remember that first event that I attended is you took the time to talk to me. You introduced yourself. You asked me a lot about my business, and we stayed in touch. And as I saw you at the next event and the next event and the next event, as these things happened, we started to build a little bit more of a relationship. And and you always remembered my name. You remember what I did. Um, until we had the opportunity in the last couple of years to serve on the SOCAP board together and exchange ideas and to ask each other questions about our companies. Uh, it was your spirit towards a colleague that has always um, been important to me and always reminded me of what a great person you are. And that is why I wanted to have you on as a guest today because you took the time uh, you offered a hand to someone who was a lot newer to the organization and didn't know a darn thing, and you made it feel like that was okay. And I think that's what makes a leader, that's what makes a colleague, that's what makes an outstanding human being, um, and that's what I wanted to honor today. And I think that, I no, I know I'm not the only person that thinks these things of you. I know that there are many of our, our colleagues that uh, have, whether they're similar experiences, but have a similar feeling about you, Steve. Uh, and that's why I wanted to honor you today and have you on as, as a guest on the podcast. Uh, wish you the absolute best uh, in your next steps. Uh, I, I look forward to seeing you at the SOCAP event in October uh, in Clearwater, Florida. Uh, I hopefully look forward to maybe playing a little golf with you. I hope to see whatever your next step in CX or not is going to be. But whatever it is, I know that you're going to carry on this amazing spirit and joy and um, sense of collaboration that you've always had as a friend, as a colleague, um, as someone that, that we just admire and respect. I wish you nothing but the best, um, and I'm just really grateful that you took the time this final week uh, before July 2nd to, to spend with us on the podcast. Thank you so much. Well, Neil, thank you. I, those those comments are overwhelming, and I'm I, they're very gracious, and I, um, again, just very pleased for to have uh, to be on the program with you and. Uh, and thank you for having me. It's it's a great honor and a privilege, and it's been a wonderful experience working with you and knowing you. And I uh, expect that to continue. And I look forward to golf because, like most lessons in life, it's a learning experience, and we're all on the journey. So uh, we'll play. I'm looking forward to a round together or two, and 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 it'd be great. But thank you to you and Paul for having me on your program today. Super. So we're going to conclude. This was uh, season two, episode 21. Uh, this is a uh, retirement announcement, and it's a see you soon, Steve, and it's a thank you, Steve Sedlak, for being an amazing colleague and um, for your spirit of collaboration in customer experience, customer care, and especially in the SOCAP community. Um, those that know how to get in touch with Steve, do so follow, continue to follow him cheer him on in his next stuff as he figures it out and whatever his, those next steps are. But I know that whatever he does, it's just, it's just going to be great. Um, 
audience, thank you. If you liked this content, please rate and review us. We always appreciate that. Please send or comment uh, as this gets posted. Comment in LinkedIn. Send a little message to Steve uh, because he certainly deserves it. And he deserves hearing from you and, and receive some well wishes. Uh, so as we sign off here, Fireside Chats Without the Fires, Season 2, Episode uh, 20. Sorry, it's, this is Episode 22. Um, thank you once again, Steve. Thank you, audience. Wishing everyone a great rest of your week. And Steve, like I said before, we're cheering you on. Thank you for joining us. Thanks, Neil. Have a great day. The episode is over, but the conversation continues. Please rate and review us in Apple Podcasts. Post a comment and subscribe to stay on the leading edge of customer experience. To get in touch or be a guest, follow us on Twitter at ChatsFires or on LinkedIn or in your podcast repository of choice. Thank you.